in heaven. The fact that he is there for advice, comfort, discipline, love, help. I'm just going to have a couple of minutes of prayer. So the next, next bit in the prayer, hallowed be thy name, holy is thy name. Um, so to be holy is to be sacred, to be revered, to be the highest form of spirituality. And it, I've, I find that being a pianist, um, it's very easy to say, holy be thy name, God you are holy, because we, we sing it all the time. Whereas actually, you... I want to just give us time to really think about what that really means. Um, God being the source of all goodness. Finding God in the middle of our fast-paced life is worth everything. We need to treat God with reverence that he deserves. Be careful not to use his name in any other way. Um, I want to look closely at the words um, to the hymn, Breathe on me, Breath of God. Can you put it up for us? Um, so when I was thinking of holiness, I was thinking of, uh, of like, a, like a breath. Breathe on me, breath of God. Fill me with life anew. So it's asking for the Holy Spirit to come upon us fresh. And we need that so that we can love what you love. And it will help us do what you want us to do. So that first part of the hymn is asking the Holy Spirit to come upon us to help us love those things that you love. Maybe love those people that God loves. Um, and it's not always that easy doing what God wants us to do. Can you go? So breathe on me, breath of God. Until my heart is pure, until my will is one with thine, with yours, to do and to endure. It, this is, these are big asks. Um, so it's asking God uh, to fill us with his Holy Spirit until our heart is pure, until, until I know him so well that I know what he wants, us, wants me to do. And it will last forever. So, thy kingdom come. I wasn't quite sure what I was asking there, or what it was saying. Um, in Matthew 13 44, it said, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in the field, which a man found and hid. And in his joy, he goes and sells all he has and buys that field. So what he's saying is the kingdom of God is something precious, something ultimately special and precious. Um, and we, we were taught to pray that it, maybe it's a promise of a time when God will rule, when God will be king. Um, it's a hope for now and for the future. Um, when God, Jesus told us things might get a little bit tricky, Jesus warned to be us 
to be on the lookout for false prophets who deceive people in a time when the sun will grow dark and the moon will no longer shine. But then he tells us that the Son of Man will appear in the clouds in great power and glory, sending his angels to gather God's chosen people. There is promise that one day God will wipe away our tears when the glory of God will be our light and we'll see the river of the water of life sparkling like crystal coming from the throne of God. So I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, um, this, is, this is a promise for now. This is a promise for um, God's kingdom being now and for the future when things will be perfect. Um, and we're going to sing All Hail King Jesus. I should have talked about this now too much, really, shouldn't I? So on thy will be done. And it's not easy. But to promise God that we'll do what he wants us to do is not just a promise for Sunday. And it's a promise to ask him what he wants us to do. To pray regularly so that we know what he wants us to do. To trust that God is going to look after us no matter what. Um, um, I just want to kind of reassure you, I suppose... Um, I did this last year. I'd spent 10 years um, putting this off. But I felt last year God wanted me to um, cut down my hours um, and spend more time um, writing my own worship songs, all that sort of thing. Um, I'm not saying I'm perfect. And not every Wednesday afternoon I spend all that afternoon doing so because it's easy to get distracted and all that sort of thing but I, I did it and God has honoured that um, and actually um, from going down to 50% teaching I was a little bit worried if I'm totally honest uh, as many of my friends knew I was um, but now standing here a year later I'm better off now financially than I was last year um, and I'm still having that afternoon off, um, and it's and slightly more. It's, it's God has honoured that absolutely. Um, so I know for a fact you can trust God even with the big stuff, even with the money stuff. You can trust God. He is there. He is trustworthy, and He is perfectly able. Um, to, if He asks you to do something, then He will sort all that stuff out as well. Um, on the subject of trusting God with our money, um, what I thought we would have now is our offering, if that's all right with whoever's doing it. I forgot to warn everybody, so sorry about that. Um, and myself, Marilyn, and Louise are going to sing Trusting You. <laughs> My first one's gone a little bit droopy. I have a feeling that you might need to be mulled. Have a look at your little circle this time. Your little bit. You've left yours down there, too. <laughs> okay. I want you to mould it in the same way. So just, it might need a little bit of squash in it if it's gone dry. Um, 
it's all right when you're giving it a little bit of a squeeze. Um, so the same thing, a little bit of a head. Don't worry about any legs. And pull, pull some arms out. And this represents you. We're now going to focus on ourselves. Um, and what we, we might be coming tonight uh, needing help with. Um, you know, some people are coming here feeling full of the joys of the sunshine, and, and some people it's been a difficult week. Um, I'm going to read this to you. One day Jesus was praying in a certain place. And when he finished, one of the disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. And he said to them, When you pray, say, Father, I be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us. Lead us not into temptation. And he said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend. And he goes from midnight and says, Friend, let me three loaves of bread. Because a friend of mine on a journey has come to me and I haven't got anything to give him. And the one inside the house says, Don't bother me. The door's locked. My children are in bed. I, I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, though he won't give up, and give him the bread because he's a friend. Well, because of the man's boldness, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. And I say this to you. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds and to him who knocks the door will be opened. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So Jesus asked us to be bold in what we ask of him. And God does listen. We're going to sing in the stillness. Then Mary's going to come and pray with us. And then there'll be a time where we can just pray quietly or out loud and boldly for things that are on our heart, um, people we want to pray for, uh, situations we want to pray for. Um, and help that we want God to give us. Um, so in the stillness, again, it's a, it's a quiet piece, so stay sitting. Let us come to God in prayer. Let us pray. Tonight, as I lead our prayers for different groups in our society, I will pause for a moment from time to time to allow us each to recall people we know personally, silently in our hearts. Our loving Heavenly Father, as we come quietly before you now, we take a moment to lay aside the busyness of our day, to still our hearts and minds, and allow ourselves to be filled with your love and grace, 
Your word encourages us to call on you, and you will listen. And so we come now, Lord. We come to bring you the concerns of our hearts, to lay them before you, in the certain knowledge that you will hear our prayers and answer them, though perhaps in ways beyond our understanding. Lord, we pray for world leaders and those in positions of power and responsibility. We pray for your leading and guidance, for clarity of thought and an ability to listen and heed advice from others. May they be prompted by your spirit to act with justice and mercy at all times, seeking not personal recognition, but rather the greater good of those they serve. For those persecuted and rejected because of their faith in you, Father, would you grant them your protection and a true sense of your presence with them at all times. And we pray too for those who carry out this persecution. May their spirits be touched by the incredible faith of those who they attack, and may they turn away from sin and open their hearts to your love. For those seeking to bring relief and hope to the desperate and the needy in situations of conflict or natural disaster, Father, we pray for your compassion and love. Strengthen those who strive to rebuild hope so that communities may face the future without fear. For those called to spread the good news of your gospel, particularly abroad, we pray that the Holy Spirit will provide them with words that communicate effectively in other cultures and languages and that opportunities will open up to share the love of Christ. We pray too for their personal safekeeping and your grace to cope with the many inevitable challenges. For those in the medical profession, caring daily for the sick and infirm, may they have wisdom and discernment of what is required and a true gentleness and concern for the well-being of others. May they know your presence with them, particularly in times of difficulty and stress, and may they have a true sense of their own value and the importance of the work that they do. For those with responsibility for teaching children and young people, Lord, we pray for patience and understanding of the many individual needs of those in their charge, and for an abundant resource of energy to meet the daily demands they face. And with your help, we pray that they will inspire and encourage others to think and to learn. For those who carry heavy burdens, Lord, we ask that you would help them to lay these at the foot of your cross and seek your grace and strength anew. For those overflowing with joy, Help them to recognise and acknowledge with deep gratitude that you alone are the giver of all good gifts. In times of busyness, find rest in his presence. In times of quietness, rest in him. In times of loneliness, 
feel his arms around you. In moments of joy and gladness, give him thanks and praise. At all times and in all places, know that Christ is with you always. Amen. Forgive us our trespasses, our sins, things that we've done wrong, as we forgive those who sin against us. Um, and we need to be honest with ourselves. When it comes to sin, transgressions, trespasses, sometimes old bruises still hurt. Sometimes we struggle to forgive people. Sometimes we struggle to forgive ourselves. Does God forgive us? Yeah. And in a godly way. Not just in the way that people sometimes try and forgive and then bring up that wrong later on for a bit of leverage. Psalm 103 says, How far has the Lord taken our sins from us? Further than the distance from east to west. Um, I'm going to sing you a song called Unforgiven. Take, take that time just to think. Maybe um, there's something this this week you need forgiveness for, and just quietly pray when I'm singing. <coughs> Jesus, thank you that you always forgive us when we ask you. 